I broke you. How have you come back? You think you're the only one who can learn the strength to escape? I did not escape. The child of Ra's al Ghul made the climb. But he is not the child of Ra's al Ghul. I am. Talia, Al Ghul, here to finish my father's work. But we totally had sex. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's gonna have to make a stand. One day, somebody's gonna have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. <laughs> Most often, right. one side is wrong. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know. It's your shitty kid. You fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Are you serious? <laughs> it's so fucking stupid, isn't it? An immortal one. And I'll tell you something. If I was told to sacrifice them to prove my devotion to God, if I was told to do what all monotheists are told to do, and admire the man who said, yes, I've got my kid to show my love of God, I'd say, no, fuck you. I was raised in a little town that had 13 brothels in it, so I'm used to some pretty salty language. And this one, of course, my favorite of all, like, what's this going on between our legs, right? You heard it. It's like an entertainment complex in the middle of a sewage system. No engineer would design that at all. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. No. All right. So. Uh, All right. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Uh, yeah, that sort of sums it up, doesn't it? Jesus. You're that's, tired. I'm that's tired. A, too fucking that's tired. A, that was a, my life. emo Chewbacca yeah. inter, uh, impression. That was good. That was Man, good. the last week has just, it's been non-stop at work like normally i have a bunch of stuff to do like like get this print ready put this trailer on it um load the soundtrack in the new parts may come in yeah but it's like it had the parts that's one week the movie that's another week in four days i have done a month's worth of quote-unquote work it's all been compressed into this one four-day period and in that in that time period was the we had the jewish film festival screening uh yeah we had one of those i've worked two of them at hollywood hits so i'm going to talk about the two that i worked at hollywood hits and there's no way at all is in reference to the screening that we just had at the place that i do not yeah. name where i work when we did them at hollywood hits they were the most arrogant, self-centered, self-righteous people I have ever met in my life. This is true. Um, the, the, the one word that comes to mind is um, no. needlessly entitled feeling. Like, like that's three words. But you know, the, like what is the word for that? When, when you feel entitled to but you haven't earned it. Asshole. Yeah. That's all I got. I mean, I mean, they would. They, I, I remember uh, doing the 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 prints at Hollywood Hits. I was warned about them before before they came in, and they'd say, "Look, they're gonna think that their shit doesn't stink, and they're gonna deliver these things in the worst condition possible." Yeah, that's what gets me. It's like, 
We're professionals. We know what we're doing. We know more about what we're doing than you know what we're doing. So I was delivered a sit print. Back, shut I, up. Enjoy the show. I was delivered a print in beat-up cardboard boxes. And not really like even transport, like film transport boxes. No, it was it's tossed just... in the back of somebody's car. It was, yeah. like, it was like stuff you would get from Amazon six years ago. That's how old the box yeah. was. Uh-huh. And I made a list every reel i you know you're supposed to inspect every movie right but when you're working at a 20 screen theater and you got six movies you have to get done in eight hours that's that's not gonna happen i sat there i it took me four hours to build this print and i had a four-page list of shit that was wrong with it because i was not having that come back on me the worst is when we had eight prints to do in six hours do you remember the 21 prints we had to do in five days leading up to christmas Holy shit. And they were all fucking terrible. Great. Let's open Alien versus Predator Requiem. Yeah. That's a good use of my time. <laughs> so, everybody, I'm everybody. in a really, really bad mood today. We went bowling today, and we were seated next to just the worst people I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah, they were... You ever see a family out and you look at them and you're like, what the fuck happened there? Yeah. Yeah. We went bowling next to them today. They were awful. And the kid, the kid. (laughs) You just look at them and go, oh, fuck you. They said, oh, you're on lane, whatever. Um, and, and I look over and I'm like, all right, well, there's people there. That's fine. Oh, she's got a tattoo on her chest. That's, that's cause she had a, you know, a V cut shirt. Yeah. So you could see the collarbone type thing. I'm like, that's kind of neat. And then she talked like killer Crocs grandmother. <laughs> Kids, you get over here. <laughs> that's the best Batman I've been able to do. <laughs> but it was like, it was like, it Where's was like despair. If, if, um, if what's her face there? Um, shit. Who's V.I. Warshawski? Who's that? Oh, yeah, I know. He's you know, like how I picked the worst yeah. movie? I know. Kathleen right? Turner. Yeah. Right? If Kathleen Turner ate a crocodile Ugh. and the crocodile spoke from her stomach yeah. using her <laughs> vocal cords, that was this woman's voice. But the oh, children, the children were um, the nicest word I could use to describe these kids. Um, Victims? Feral. Uh, I think is is a good way, although that's bad though. Although I feel, fe- I feel bad for the kids, but feral children like aren't fat. I really, I feel really bad for any fat eight year old kid, uh, especially girls, probably because I have girls. Yeah. But I feel bad for fat children because, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably call the wrath of the heavens down on my head with this. <laughs> it's funny that I said yeah. that. Um, but it's the parents' fault. I would, to a certain extent, agree with that. Yes, of course, you know, to a certain medical extent. Medical conditions notwithstanding, blah, blah, blah. A chubby okay. kid's a chubby kid. All right. I watched this kid devour a pizza. Ugh. So, yeah. It was, it, was like, it, was, it, was like, it was like watching um, a, a black hole absorb a quasar. It was like, oh, that's fascinating. I shouldn't look. That kind of thing. Um, one of the kids, one of the kids. Sorry, like, there was a midget porn joke in there probably, somewhere. Yeah. I just couldn't wrap my head around it. Like, I, I really, I enjoy watching little kids bowl because they try to act like the grownups. 
Um, I've taught the, the girls, it's like, okay, you just got to swing it between your legs. You ha- don't have the hand size or right. grip to throw the ball properly. But this this poor, unfortunate girl in the lane next to us would hold the ball like up against her shoulder and upper chest yeah. and run and just... just Let the, it go. The, the motion. Shot She'd put. stop and it would keep going from <laughs> chest height shot put that and it was like it was uh, it was it was it was terrible it was uncomfortable you're to not watch. supposed to bounce the ball into the pins there little yeah. girl and then the other one of the other they were like throwing them sidearms so this one little kid threw it and it hit did they have the on bumpers the, up yeah it hit on the bumper shot up over hit the bumper on our lane and bounced into the gutter on his side Nice. They were running back and forth behind the girls while they were trying to bowl, and I'm like, "Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, get a leash. I'm not for leashes on children, no. but these things should have been tied to posts. <laughs> and and that was just because it's it's been a bad week. Stuff's gone wrong. Stuff's gone right. Yeah. My my phone is dead. My phone died. Try it. Press the button. Okay. Right now. We've been here a half an hour. Just see if anything. I hold it, right? I hold the button? Just, no, you should, just, you should be able to let go now. A little apple should show up. A little apple should show up. Yeah. Pressing the home button doesn't actually do anything. Not if does it's it? off because of the battery dying. Yeah. Right. The cord's in rough shape. but Yeah, but this yeah, is but the second cord that I've tried. Yeah, that's kind of weird, man. Yeah, it's it's more than weird. I'm going to try this one, too, because I know this one. This one, I tested this cord by plugging it into the into this iPod, uh-huh. right? And which comes right up, right. right? So I will test this, this. Test that shitty one. Let me turn this off. And it's just because it went, see? Okay. Com- it comes on, right yeah. up. So it should have charged the phone. Yeah. Now, the problem I have is um, while I could not be reached, something something went wrong, and we lost the show at work, and I was unreachable. And the thing about that is not the fact that, you know, we ultimately had to lose the show. That's bad. But I'm more pissed off that I could not be of any help. Yeah. And I don't even care that I know I'm going to... My phone de- is dead. There's nothing I could do yeah. to save that. It just fucking shit itself all over the place. And that's it. It's gone. Yeah. Hey, I saw some movies. <sighs> yeah, let's change the subject. Let's do that. So I saw Thor. Uh-huh. Um, it was fine. I saw it, too. Yeah. I didn't tell you that when you told me you saw it twice. Um, yeah, I did see it twice. Second time was with Frankie. Um, it's so... He is so great to watch movies with <laughs> yeah um yeah it was it was just fun but um yeah and it was um it was fine it was it was what a thor movie should have been it was you know it was it had its you know i i you know who i really enjoyed it cat dennings yeah she was really fun and she was, was she just, had more to do this time yeah I think. it was just fun enough yeah, you know? and it was just dark enough, and Eccleston was just creepy enough. Yeah, to to be believable in that world. Yeah, and it was you know it was funny enough. It mm-hmm. was it was what I liked was um, the doctor's um, like breakdown after being Loki's like mind control puppet. That was nice that they kind of kept going with that. Oh. Eric. Yeah, Selvig. Selvig, yeah. yeah. 
that was good. That was good that they actually showed repercussions to yeah. uh, what happened to him. Yeah. So um, apparently, people were confused with the ending of the movie. I don't understand. Which part of the ending? Um, when Thor's talking to Odin at the end and things that happen in yeah. the round. What's confusing part. about that? Uh, people are stupid. That's what's confusing about that. They don't know what happened because it wasn't fucking spelled out for him. Goddamn ambiguity. Well, it was. God damn! You know, yeah. can I just say spoiler alert? And Let's say spoiler alert and then, and uh, then give it a second. Five or two. minutes. Yeah. And okay. here we go. So, but basically, because I don't. Basically, Loki was the one on the throne mm-hmm. when he was talking to Odin. Yeah. Quote unquote. What happened to real Odin? I don't remember. He's dead. He Lo- is. Dead. Loki killed him. Okay, that's what I. Um, because Anthony Hopkins said he's dead. I did two of them. That's enough. The Anthony Hopkins words. Yeah. Okay. Like, that's it. So when they're in the dark world, in the elf realm, which I wish I yeah. could remember the name of, he Aklar. fakes his death. Yeah. And then he becomes one of the uh, palace guards because he's got that shimmer. Yeah. And he, does the, he does the Homer Simpson shifty-eyed dog thing. Yeah. And then he goes and he's clear and he makes it. And yeah, Odin's dead. So... From this point on, show, like I, I, I don't, I don't no. remember. And the well, second they, time they, I saw it, I didn't watch the, we didn't watch the whole thing. It shifts, it. it shifts his his appearance shifts from Odin after Thor leaves, and it's Loki on yeah, the yeah, throne yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. I just they never show a body. Odin. Okay, no, that's that's what I but, thought. But, but it's perfectly clear that like like Loki is you know fronting his Odin right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then I'm totally cool with that. And now that's an interesting thing too. With um with Thanos coming, Loki obviously has already worked for him. Now, so, also like the collector at the end there. Yeah, I love that. Is People that, hated that. Is that sort of like the cosmic, you know, warehouse from Indiana Jones kind of thing? <laughs> sort of. He's he's like the comic. That was book Benicio guy. del Toro. Wasn't yeah. yeah, wasn't that good. weird? Yeah, he's like the comic book guy of yeah. um of the Marvel universe. Okay, yeah, that was he's cool. like the last of his race and um. He's looking for... And they just for, bring shit to him, like, for safekeeping? Apparently, which is really stupid, because he's out looking for the Infinity Stones, and now he knows where two of them are, and he has one in his possession. Right. And the other one is... The other one is um, the cube from Captain America. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. it just gets deeper. Yeah, no, like, Marvel's more doing a great job. Um, Marvel really is doing a great job. Somebody, I, you know who I was listening to... No. Fuck, who was it? Uh, actually, you know what? Kevin Smith was talking oh. about there's something <laughs> that um, John Favreau is going to do. He's remaking a fucking movie that I can't remember what it is. Okay. But anyway, yeah. like Kevin Smith and Ralph Gahn were saying, yeah, they're, they're on board with it and stuff like that. So, um, And uh, he was saying when you, when, when you kind of look back and think about Favreau casting um, – Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. That mm. kind of that kind of kicked off the whole big Marvel success thing. I mean, who knows yeah. what they had, you know, in mind to begin with, but the fact that it got super strong with the whole Iron Man thing is, mm. you know, you could you could go back and and give Favreau a lot of uh, a lot of credit for that. What does he got coming up? He, well, that's producer. Is he directing it? He's directing it. 
It says Secret Cabinet and Chef are the two things, but no. one's in pre-production, one's a TV movie, and one's in post-production. So uh, maybe it's too early to have it listed. Maybe, He's an yeah. actor in Wolf of Wall Street. I can see that. Yeah. but Looking forward to that. That looks wicked fun. And and Clark, uh, what's his face? He cast him. Clark Gregg? Yeah. That's... He started yeah. it, and he's he he really well him and you know the other people that yeah. that that but worked he, on he, it. He fought for for Robert Downey Jr. So yay! But that's like who else could have done that? Yeah, yeah. I don't so. know. I don't know. The Marvel movies at this point, uh, love them or hate them, they um, they're being brilliant. They've, they've. I, I was talking with, um, with uh, Peter Flynn, the guy that's doing the movie that I'm going to be in, and um, <laughs> I was talking about how. Oh, by the way, no more spoiler. We're good. Oh yeah, now, we're yeah, so we're done. And it was five minutes exactly. So. Oh okay, good. Um, as he was taking pictures of the booth and me doing my job for the website, and yeah. all that's fun stuff. We were just talking about movies, and we're around or almost, I think, maybe even exactly the same age. So we have a lot of the same memories yeah. of like Star Wars at five, that kind right. of thing at eight years old. And um, talking about models versus CG, just like practical effects and yeah. the thing versus the the the, the prequel. And um, one of the things we talked about was that we've never seen anything like what disney is doing with the marvel stuff with the with the world building you had star wars but those that was three movies that was it It, there was world building in there it was groundbreaking it was amazing but disney is doing it's it's unprecedented in movie making yeah it's it's unprecedented in tv you don't have tv shows that that all interconnect and then have uh, 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 their own series no, together. No, it's really, really cool because like Cole has uh, started to get into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay. So we've been watching that, which is great. Because I haven't seen the new one. Uh, we haven't had we time haven't, to sit down and watch I, it. I haven't either because I'm just sort of going with him. Okay. And, um, so we're just watching the stuff that's on demand. And uh, it's really neat because he <laughs> and I haven't like had a thing to watch together since mm. Clone Wars. And yeah. then he backed out of Clone Wars. So I think um, he'll get in on Rebels. So I yeah, think. yeah, I think you yeah. will too. I think you will too. He's older and yeah, uh, but we're really digging Shield, mm. and um, it's really cool how much stuff, uh, just the way they're weaving in little mm-hmm. things from the movies and stuff, and it's brilliant. Yeah. Well, it it's like you would have brilliant. a conversation about stuff that's happened, and of course you're going to mention your favorite guy, yeah. Captain America. And Extremis or, and, yeah. or, and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's been a little through line, that whole Extremis mm. sort of, you know. With the centipede. Body yeah. Centipede and all that kind of thing, because that's come up a couple of times on yep. the show. And uh, it's so, got to it's gotta end up being another branch of AIM or Hydra that's yeah. that's working on it probably aim i so would say but it's um it's really re- it is it's brilliant and to mm. see what they're doing with marvel and the way they're doing it so well can you imagine mm. how cool the star wars stuff could be that's what i think they're testing yeah i mean it's a great like hey you know we were able to do this with 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 yep. with comic book stuff look at what we can do because I'll, I'll be honest i was thinking about the uh daredevil jessica jones uh, power oh, man and iron netflix. fist stuff on netflix and 
Don't you think that uh, a bounty hunter series would work better as like a ten part series on Netflix and um, the the Han Solo like spin off stuff? Yeah, I think it definitely. would work better on Netflix than as a feature. Yeah, leave leave the features to the big epics, the big space battles, lightsabers, Sith, you know, planet hopping stuff, and then do like take. The, the story idea from 1313 that was canceled, the game, and just, boom, there's your series. Yeah. Or it, it'll happen. It ha- I, I think it will happen after Disney sees fan reaction to the title, the first trailer, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because everybody's kind of, everybody's butt is clenched really fucking tight yeah. waiting for something. And, and here, let me tell you, this is not news. Saying R2-D2 is going to be in the new fucking movies, that's not news. No, that's not. The news not news, news would be R2's not going to be in it. Yeah, because... That would be news. You can't not have R2 in it. Lucas has said time and fucking time again that the stories are told... Told from the point of view of the droids. Which doesn't always work. Right. But R2's there for a majority of all of it, even yeah. if 3PO isn't. But now we found out that R2 is the one that remembers everything anyway, so... But um, just the, the, the sheer, like, need to report something about Star Wars every day on the internet is fucking Yeah, it's, in, I it's, mean, it's getting to the point where it's funny. Even what we were saying before, when we were um, looking at uh, potential, what we thought might be yeah. uh, pictures of the, of, of the Batman costume. Right, right. I'm you know, po- it's like, at, at this point, yeah. I'm like, I don't, I won't quote-unquote believe anything until i i see official stuff right you know right yeah we looked at it and i looked at it this morning i'm like that it looks nice except i'd like to see whatever just a black and gray thing would be cool yeah it would be a it would be fine yeah we were talking to give him more of a brawler type yeah the whole you know latex leather rubber suit thing you know seals in the flavor it's um it's all so oh we just we we really should plug that um that that bad there's this thing on collegehumor.com and folks you've probably seen a lot of it Mm. um it's uh it's called bad man uh and they did this whole little series of spoofs from um of of Batman and like through the Dark Knight and stuff and I don't it's, know there might actually the, it's be the, some, it's some, the Christian Bale version of yeah Batman, the Christian Bale yeah. versions of Batman and stuff and uh and there's even one of them that brings in um a potential partnership with Superman. The audio from that might actually work as a thing on the end of one of our shows. It could, yeah. Maybe I'll try it. I'll, I'll try it on um, uh, this episode. So it's My, uh, the one that most people might have seen is the Patton Oswalt as Penguin. That's where yeah. I first saw it. Yeah, first one I saw was um, what do you call it? the one with Superman? Okay, and uh, and it's just they're absolutely hilarious. The production quality is is so high. Well, oh well, on the Superman one, it is, but on ones prior to that prior to the Patton Oswald one it's like uh, light in a room well you know? <laughs> they, I think, but I mean the costumes look pretty good yeah you know and, but I think the Batman suit is supposed to look kind of off the rack but like also party the, city but also style. the um the very last one where he's pulling the 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 bat plane oh yeah they they started putting more money into it they put some money into it the whole Catwoman suit thing and but it definitely started off Excuse me, very small. Yeah, but they're funny. They're yeah. really, really funny. They're really, really well done. It's kind of uh, like if you mashed Christian Bale and um, 
with with Napoleon Dynamite's mannerism in a way. Oh, he's so but dumb. But not exactly. Oh, he's so dumb. Well, because that so Batman wasn't a fucking detective. Yeah. He was just a fucking dumbass in a I'm suit. rich and I'm nuts. That's it. It's <laughs> all I got. Yeah. It's, they're really, really funny. So some, totally my, my, my new favorite line from the whole thing uh, is when he's talking to Bane. <laughs> and uh, oh, what's the line? What does he say? Which one of the, which one of those which one of those helps you smell? <laughs> no, no, this is this is coming from a guy that breathes through a crab. <laughs> it's like, all right. are, you, are you crying? <laughs> there's some pretty funny. Your face stuff is all wet, just like mine was. And there's some pretty pretty surprising uh, cameos that pop yeah. up too. Yeah, so uh, totally check those out. Yeah. Um, anyway, do you want to take a break? So, um, twenty minutes in. <laughs> Oh, shit, I'm so tired. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy short, uh, the the snipe at the end. I want to talk about that for a second with the collector and all that, because that's that's your introduction to that whole Guardians of the Galaxy world. That oh, is it the pink collector? aliens? Oh, really? And, yeah. Um, that yeah. remember we we it's, I, I had posted. I don't know if you remember that um, the director of Thor uh, two. There complained about the tone and like he's glad he had nothing to do with that part of it. And I'm like, shut the fuck up! You made a Marvel movie. Yeah. Well, I saw it and I can, I can sort of understand where he's coming from because even um, what's his face, James Gunn said, yeah, that was a daily that we shot in two hours. <laughs> so like, it's representative of the world. It's a good set, you know, and everything, but it's not. I don't think it has, you know how like they can they can change the lighting, feel, yeah. and the color palette, and all that stuff. I don't think that it, it had all that work done to it because it did look a little like Doctor Who from the seventies, kind of. Yeah, I could see it sort of had kind of a um, lost in space feel yes, to it. It was it was very TV feeling, yeah. but. But I, think, that's I what think that, that might work in its it. favor because yeah. you're going to remember there was this pink chick that was walking really weird and Benicio Del Toro was crazy. Right. And then you'll see a good trailer where it's everything how he wants it to look and it'll be like, okay, yeah, yeah I'm all in. I want to know what the hell is going on. Glenn Close is an alien. I'll it's got it. the most fucked up cast of people. Yeah. Oh. That's good though, man. Look at all the comic book shit that's going on now, man. It's like the nerds rule. Did you see the trailer for Maleficent? No. Really? I I had said before that uh Julianne Moore is an is an actress that yeah. like I don't think I like her and then I see her and in something I'm like, see her oh, do yeah. something you, you 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 like it. When we went in to watch Wanted, I'm like, I don't really like Angelina Jolie and I walked out of the movie and I'm like, I don't know why I think that. Yeah. Because she was good. Yeah. She's she's got charisma on screen. Like you expect well, you her know to be this wooden pole of an actress and it's like, oh Because she's... I, I think it's one of those things where she's in the press so much you just get there's just this you shut of, it off. this instinctive thing. It's yeah. just like, oh, fuck her again. And then you go, yeah. oh, yeah, wait, she's actually pretty good. I watched the trailer. I think that about Jennifer Aniston. The last couple of things I've seen Jennifer Aniston in, mm. she's been hilarious, especially when she's playing something where she's like a little dirty and sexy. I liked her in um, Rockstar, the Mark Wahlberg, um, where, he, where he, he's the lead singer of the band. Jennifer was, Aniston? Yeah. She's the girlfriend. Am I thinking of the right person? I'll look it up. Um, 
What the fuck was my point? I do not. What was I going to say? Oh, so the trailer for Maleficent. Like, Nova loves the queen from Sleeping Beauty. That's, yeah. that's who it is. And what was she, that movie? Rockstar. Okay. She looks just like she's got green contacts that are kind of evilly, swirly, yellow and green. And, like, you can tell that, like, this is something. Yeah, it that, was. I was thinking of it a was okay. movie. This is uh that this, this is a role that she's wanted to do, and I think it's going to be a big one for Disney. It's, it's um, I don't know. It's it's a, definitely a departure. It's a little like Wicked. It's like told from her side of the story, but yeah. it's it's this it's the Aurora story. It's the Sleeping Beauty story. Just with the just the way they introduce her in the trailer is yeah pretty impressive, and she looks good. That's a that the the crown like headdress that she wears with the with the horns yeah very distinctive like you can tell from like i'm impressed i'm all, i'm all in and and the girls were fascinated what do you think of disney's latest like holiday movie frozen we're going yeah i mean we'll go there's, there's a blonde girl and a brown haired girl yeah in my house there's a blonde girl and a brown haired girl it looks just like tangled yeah we missed tangled in the theater that is not going to happen again. So we're going to go. I don't know how it'll be. Yeah, I think it'll be like, okay, I guess. You know. It can't be. Okay. I couldn't get through planes. It can't be worse than planes. No, I don't think it's worse than planes. We tried. The girls even got bored. Planes was a great direct-to-DVD movie. That no, it was predictable release. crap. It really was. You know what, though? It Every, looked all right. Though. Everything is predictable crap. Not everything is predictable crap. It's just very seldom that I watch a movie and I am so sucked in and that I don't know where it's going to go. Yeah. I mean, and that's my own. There's a, fault. but I there's mean, because a, I Disney, watch too many movies. Disney has gotten to a level of quality with their animated stuff because Lassiter is overseeing all of it. When yeah. I saw his name on the end of it, I'm like, oh, dude, would you sleep through your job this time? Because, yeah. like, okay, I can understand changing out actors and stuff, but you got a fast car that won't slow down. You got an airplane afraid of heights. That's just fucking stupid. But you know what, though? That would be like a human being afraid of walking but, on the but ground. But you know what, though? It's like the afraid of heights thing didn't really come well, into play like that a, much. like I'm saying I got real bored with it and yeah, went in it just, another room. It, I thought it was kind of interesting. All right, here we go. Here's an airplane that's afraid of heights. That's kind of interesting. Okay? Is it? Well, it kind it it, it can be. Okay? Right. It, it can could be. be yeah. If they did something kind of cool with it. Like for me, the best part of Monsters University mm. was when they escaped and they were hiding out and they ended up in the real world for a little while. That was the that was the that best was the part. best part of things. It was like, the most fuck. clever. They had to do yeah, something. Yeah, otherwise else. it was fucking old school, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh the Futurama episode where Bender went back to college was pretty much the same thing. Yeah. You know, play some pranks, do some stuff. Right. Fry's going to has a monkey roommate. There you go. It's all the same. Although, there is one good thing to come out of that whole movie, and that is the character of Squishy, because the girls love Squishy. They love saying his name, yeah. Squishy. And there's juice boxes, it's fruit punch juice boxes. Ripley will drink the ones with Squishy on them. <laughs> so that's fine. Get a good character out of it, no problem. Yeah. Happened with the Star Wars Holiday Special. Yeah, I'll give you that. 
Um, so we'll do that. We're probably going to do that. Uh, this year, we're breaking tradition. We're not doing the normal Thanksgiving thing. We're going to take Ellen's mom out to a restaurant because we never spend a holiday with her. Yeah. It's always like the eve of the holiday, so she gets brushed off. So we're going to do that, and then we're probably going to go see Frozen uh, at like 5 o'clock. Yeah. And Helen asked me the most ridiculous question. She said, are movie theaters open? Like, where the fuck have you been for 18 <laughs> years? Of course. Uh, remember, I had to fucking work. Yeah. Oh, you know what I saw the other night? I saw The Counselor. Javier Bardem, Cameron Diaz, Michael Fassbender. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie where Ellen watched the trailer and went, okay, so all the blonde people are the bad guys in this one? I'm like, sure, why not? Penelope Cruz is in it. I like her. Um, it was really fucking weird. Javier Bardem yeah. was really, really fun in it. He's a strange guy. There's a there's a scene with Cam- I fucking love Cameron Diaz, okay, where... You know, one of the guys that I know in Starbucks came in, and we talk about movies all the time, mm. and uh, he he went to see it, and he said, Cameron Diaz, he looks at me and goes, she fucked a car. <laughs> I'm like, what? He goes, that's all I can say. And then, like, Harvey Bardem, like, tells a story about how she fucked a car, and I can't even do it justice. Okay. It was so... Like his little bit about it was so incredibly funny, and what he says about what she does was so funny. Hmm. Burst out laughing; it was hilarious. Hmm. Um, but the movie itself was kind of like we it it almost approaches like why is this character even involved in this situation? Okay. Kind of thing, Hmm. you know? Um, So I actually want to to see it again. Yeah. Just to sort of wrap my head around it again. Okay. Oh, we did watch another movie. What did you say? The Wolverine. Oh, is that the one from this summer? Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of the bullet train thing? Okay. First off, Origins is the worst comic book movie to come out of this new era of comic book movies from iron man to now okay origins is okay it's that's that's you couldn't get worse i like green lantern more i like you know whatever else okay you know kind of that was mediocre i I like i like dark knight rises more than because I'm not a fan of the third one. The Wolverine, <laughs> hate that, was head and shoulders better <laughs> than all three of the X-Men movies, not first class. It's on par, in my mind, with first class. Yeah, it's first class, I think they caliber said, okay, of movie this making. is going to be better. <laughs> yeah, there was... They they knew the character. They he's a little melancholy, I guess is a good word. He's very down on himself for for a good portion yeah. of it. Um, but it's it's like somebody got him. Somebody understood finally when he said "bub." You know, it wasn't forced. It yeah. was just when. Uh, so s- spoiler alert, because I got to yeah, talk about a couple of little details. It came out in the summer. Um, 
Yeah, but it's not on, you know, whatever. When when the claws get, you know, broken, yeah. the bone was inside. Uh-huh. Somebody got it. Somebody under, knows the character right. enough to have that detail because that's actually a plot point right. at that at that point. Um I liked him. I liked the the two Asian, the two Japanese girls that yeah. were there. The one girl's face just bugged me a little. It's it, I think it was the high bangs on her head that made her whole face look weird to yeah. me. But um she was I liked her character a lot. Um uh right. the Mariko and 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 Yuriko, I think her name. Uh, I forget. And I've read the stories yeah. actually, but to finally have Wolverine in a in a in a feudal style Japanese village yeah. fighting actual honest to god ninja like in the pages of the book having silver samurai even though you know what's going on with the thing you know and it's not a surprise um there was and blood yeah there was blood when he stabbed people. Yeah, I liked that. No severed limbs. I don't think they've taken his claws to the full extent of um, "quote unquote" metal lightsabers. Yeah, because it, <laughs> if it cuts through everything, right? Zip zop, you know, should be he. Everybody should be filleted. But taking his taking his power away, um, figuring out what happened, all of that stuff. It felt long. But it was a journey style movie. It yeah. was a it was a character who thought he knew what he wanted, had to rediscover, had to uh basically uh Obi Wan Kenobi's version of die. Right. And that's what he's Logan and he's reborn as Wolverine. Oh, Wolverine. Yeah. And I really wish they didn't cut that last scene that you see online where he opens the case up and it's the yellow and, and brown or yellow and black mask because yeah. he's never worn the outfit. Right. So yeah, what did you think of the scene on the train? The train was, I the train was, a, was good. Thought, it I mean, was I've really seen good. a million like fight on top of a train, you know, set pieces. Yeah. This was really fun. It was. I sat there was. just giggling like a child because it, it was just yeah. fun to watch well it's uh, somebody understood you know or at least knew how to action movie uh you know 250 mile an hour yeah fight sequence yeah on top of that a train. was awesome it was it was most of the movie if not all of it was really well done yeah, yeah and it was, it was I, fun i liked giving him reasons to go into the bar in the beginning and and all that stuff and um the his bodyguard quote-unquote bodyguard she was a formidable fighter. Yeah. And the family stuff with the Japanese, um, the grandfather giving the business to the whoever he gives it to and the other people getting mad. Having not been in Japan or having a Japanese family made sense that business yeah. supersedes family. And I recommend it. Yeah. I, I no, really it do. Good. I was very skeptical because the last one, honestly, the last one was so fucking terrible. Yeah, it was. And that's what took me so long to watch First Class is that 3 was just this huge mishmash. And I'm really surprised that The Wolverine referenced X-Men 3. Yeah. That was a very big surprise. And um, I really like the end. It's like Fox is trying to set up their own yeah. Disney shit, and good, good. There was some, there was some, there was some. Um, 
Maybe they're just trying to position it to say, all right, we're a good place to sort of shoehorn in this stuff. Open up your checkbook. That is true. But to give a little spoiler alert again, like they show an ad for Trask Industries. Right. And like they're, they're, it's all building to Days yeah. of Future Past, which is going to be Fox's biggest. That's their Avengers. Yeah. That's the best X-Men story ever written, pretty much. So. We'll see how What's-His-Face yeah. fucks it up, because I don't like him as a director. Who's directed that? What's-His-Face that did one and two. Brian Singer? Yeah. You, we'll can't, you can't make a talky action movie. It just doesn't work. Yeah. We'll see. But seeing, seeing the characters that you see at the end on screen again, yeah. it's, like, it's like... It's kind of fun. It's like seeing Darth Vader on the screen again. Oh, God, I can't no wait. <laughs> Uh, we should take a break. All right, let's do that, and then All we'll come right. back. We'll do this one thing and the other thing, and then we'll... Right. What, uh, what do you want to listen to for three minutes? Uh, I don't know. You got Rolling Stones? Oh, excuse me. I you got have no Stones? idea what you just said. Probably not. Um, I might have one. Any tool? I have no tool, so that was a <laughs> shitty fucking... I just wanted to type Frank-tool. Yeah, that's what I figured. Well, the, when I first saw that, I was just like, fuck you, what did I do? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, the band. <laughs> no, I was trying to, it was one of those Facebook things like you click like, I'll give you a yeah. band. I wanted to try and make it as widely different from person yeah. to person because it's real easy to get. Um, huh. Hold on. I think I know one song that I have. Uh, do I not have it anymore? Oh, don't tell me I deleted it. That would stink. You know, I hate how when it goes through um, and searches, that's not right. I had one from um, the Some Kind of Wonderful soundtrack. And I don't, seem to have it. I have one, three, four, five, six, six. What the fuck? <laughs> this is terrible. I had a song called Amanda Jones. How about a song called She's Some Kind of Wonderful? Nah, which is probably good. an old style song. Sounds good. I del- Remember I told you I deleted a shitload of stuff out of here? Yeah. Apparently I did it all willy-nilly and lost stuff I, I like. So. <laughs> I don't need whole lots of money. I don't need a big fine car. I got everything that a man could want. I got more than I could ask for. See, I don't have to run around. I don't have to stay out all night. Cause I
So during the break, we bullshit, were talking about bullshit. Indeed, we were talking about funny words that kids use. Uh, have I told you what my girls? We've been talking about body parts and naming body parts. Uh oh. They 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 love the word nipple when you say nipples, except they don't say nipples. What do they call it? Nibbles. Nibbles. No. I'm like I'm like only a mom has nibbles. <laughs> they don't understand. <laughs> and it's a good thing that they don't. Ah. <sighs> That's a good version of that song, by the way. Yeah, that wasn't bad. Huey Lewis and the bad. Nudes. So, um, I'm um, supposed to answer a question. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to? Yeah, let's find do that. Aunt Lamia. Right. I promised everybody I'd answer. I'm sure everybody cares what I think. I know, huh? Uh, let me see what my notices are. I'm getting a lot of stupid crap on these things, aren't I? There it is. Huh? There it is. Where? Is it this right one? Right there, yeah. Oh, okay. I just remember the picture. Right, interracial relationships. Yeah. It's fucking stupid to call that if you're human. So, question number right. the first. Number one. Have you ever dated somebody who believed the exact opposite of your political views? Yes. Okay, should I answer too since not everybody's on the Facebook? Sure. Uh, I said yes. I dated a young Republican uh, in college. All right. Two, if you are... Atheist or agnostic, have you dated somebody who was a believer? Yes. Yes. Number three, could you ever marry somebody who was a born-again Christian? Um, I, you know what? I could, Okay. but yeah. that person would not marry me. That's a, that's a good point. Because... That's a good point. Because even now in my my household, um, my wife has different beliefs than I do. Right, and right. And 
whatever. Right. Okay. So. Um, I said, no, not now. Maybe if I was younger. Mm-hmm. Because you're dumber when you're younger. <laughs> <laughs> Question the fourth. Could you ever marry or date someone who was a teabagger? <laughs> I mean, I understand what the question means. Yes. <laughs> Despite the... And gay marriage is legal in Massachusetts. <laughs> uh, I would never marry a woman who dangles her balls in front of somebody else's face. So no Michelle Bachman for exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> um, someone... Uh, no, I don't. You, can't, you couldn't see uh, yourself marrying Ann Coulter? I, oh my God. Those balls it's hang low. like, marry, fuck, kill. I'll bet, I'll bet when she sits down to pee, they, they actually touch the, the toilet water. water. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, and they, it's like an acid. But they would, they would touch the cold water and then retract up. Like an elevator. I think the water would just boil, like a, begin to like boil. Like a baggy, leathery elevator. Yeah, that's what she is. <laughs> um, no, because someone who's like tea partying is, um, they're, they're fucking radical bullshit. They're just fucking. They're willfully ignorant. Yeah, exactly. And Fuck not them. open to. Yeah, yeah, no, I wouldn't. Okay. Question the fifth. Have you ever dated somebody who was bigoted and intolerant about other people's race or sexual preference? Um, let me go back and think. I don't I don't think so. I don't think I have either because even the young Republican eventually turned out to be gay. So she uh I can't imagine would no. have been would have been intolerant. The only of- person I ever dated who was that ignorant was also that stupid. I mean, she asked me, oh, where do you go to school? And I said, I go to University of Massachusetts at Boston. Uh And she asked, oh, where is that? Okay. Okay. I can beat that. Okay. I swear to God, this is true. Okay. How long have you had that birthmark? Nice. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. She was dumb as shit, but she could sure fuck the shit out of my friends. That was, ex- well, not exactly. No, the one I did is she was, uh, she was very slutty. Um, yeah. Was she a redhead by any chance? No. Because. No, she was. Um, I've had bad experiences. Actually, it's funny. I heard some, uh, I heard some a funny comment somewhere. It was uh, someone asking a woman, oh, does the carpet match the drapes? And she goes, it's hardwood floors. <laughs> like, nice. That's a great, that, oh, that's great. Uh, question six. Could you marry someone who was a bigot slash racist or a homophobe? No. What is this marry bullshit? No. No. I, no, of course not. I mean, that's, no. Only if they um, hated the same people I hated. The Dutch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so that's, um, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, that's what that is. I mean, yeah, that's political views, so that's not the same thing. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this whole thing about, didn't I say this? What? The whole right-wing cyber attacks on healthcare. I don't know. Of course, I, I. Are you surprised? Oh, not at all. They not did. at all. I'm surprised it took this long for anybody to figure it out. Like, yeah. duh, of course. DDoS attacks on the uh, on the website. Yeah. It's like, 
oh, hey, we can't get our way. Let's fucking cheat now. Yeah, exactly. So, it's like, come on. You guys are not the alpha betas. Assholes. Just calm the fuck down. You're orange baner. That's what you are. Not yeah, alpha betas. ridiculous. I don't know. Let's uh, see, R2-D2. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, weren't we going to try to go there? No, this is a new one in San Diego. Oh. There's a creation museum in San Diego. And by the way, the dinosaur outside is totally anatomically incorrect because it's standing up straight, leaning on its tail. Uh-huh. Fucking dumb. San Diego Creationist Museum denied membership in Museum Council. Now, it's not because they're a dumb fucking idea. Okay? The Museum Council had a very good reason to deny them uh, membership. Which was... I'm going to read it. (laughs) Ready? Go. Officials from the Museum of Creation and Earth, is it a race? Uh, Are are, uh, sulking after the San Diego Museum Council denied their application for membership. Danielle Deary is president of the San Diego Museum Council. She said the museum's membership was not rejected because of its mission, but because of other factors. And here's a quote. Like their animal care and the protocol and care of their exhibitions and storage, they had a lot of areas that were not in line with membership guidelines. They have a staff member on the board of directors, and that's not good governance, Deary said. Museum President Tom Cantor said, it's just good old-fashioned discrimination. And he has a southern accent in this. Well, yeah, of course. I'm afraid we're being oppressed for doing nothing more than, you know, uh, for nothing more than the old prejudice against God, Cantor said. He went on to make a comparison. Oh, boy. He went on to make a comparison between the museum's fight for respect and a moment in history. And what was that moment in history? Ready? It's like we're in Selma, Alabama in the 1950s, and I want to have a museum on black Americans, he said. Do you think I'll be accepted by the Council of Museums in Selma, Alabama? I, I, I seriously doubt there's a museum in Alabama. I've seen their education record. Well, yeah, it's just not like that. That's, yeah. what, that makes no sense. No, it doesn't, does it? So let's see the promotional video. Oh, you, you want to? You want me to play that? Oh, yeah. I keep pressing the button on my phone in the hopes that it'll fucking work. It's thirty-one seconds long, so let's see what we got. What really happened to the dinosaurs? What does the fossil record reveal? What can we learn from the Bible? Discover all this and more at the Creation and Earth History Museum. Join us on an adventure through time. Encounter fossils, live animals, science, and more. Learn about the biblical account of history through interactive exhibits and guided tours. Family fun and free admission. The Creation and Earth History Museum in Santee. Sponsored by Scanabody's Laboratory. I want to go. Man. I want to go so bad. Don't we know somebody in San oh, Diego that do. could we do gotta, some remote reporting have, oh for God, us? we got to have him go. That would be great. Oh. Raleigh Fingers goes to the Creation Museum oh, in San Diego. Oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's get to the one that uh, James sent us. All righty. Areyoudatable.com guides to the sexes. 
Okay. You want, I think we should start with the boys one first. Because we're boys. Right. That's and the, what and Mike the girls, Cox says. The girls ones are disgusting. <laughs> if you believe the dateable rules and are ready to commit to the list, then read on, brave one. This commitment is between you and your God. So it's a three-way when you get a girl involved. He yeah. knows what is in your heart, and he will help you stick to the commitment. Oh, my gosh. Really? This is God telling you why, whether or not you're dateable? Yes. Oh yes. God, it's the good. worst game of mystery date ever. I can't wait to see this. Um, read over the rules. Rules is capitalized, by the way. Then print out the list that's underlined and write, a, write God a prayer that tells him why you want to commit to the list. Be sure to sign it. That's your word. Then your job. Besides staying committed, oh sorry, then your job besides staying committed. It was, <laughs> I know, it was better the other way. I read I it right. That's your word. Then your job. <laughs> then you fucking die. <laughs> and then you realize God's not real. Besides staying committed, is to tell at least one other person about your quote capitalized dateable commitment. Oh, this is good because we can tell each other. Well, I'm telling, I'm telling hundreds of people yeah. right now. So let's scroll down to <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. We're telling tens of people. There's like, there's like 12 people. All right. Dateable boy rules. Number one. Oh, I want to be able to read some of these. Being a guy is good. Dateable guys know they aren't as sensitive as girls, and that's no, you okay. Can't, you, can't, you can't read them like that. I think you have to read them like those guys in those 1950s videos, you know? Oh, that's okay. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't have a pipe, though. Being uh, a guy is good. Good. <laughs> Dateable guys know they aren't as sensitive as girls, and that's okay. They know they are stronger, more dangerous, more adventurous, and that's okay. Dateable guys are real men who aren't afraid to be guys. Number two, believe in yourself. I'm going to do it like uh, the dude from the match game. Okay. Or something like that. Dateable guys know they are men, even if someone has tried to bring them down or make them less than men. They know that the past doesn't define the future. All right. Number three, control your mind. Control, control. You must learn okay. control. Now I, I'll do like Doug Henning. <laughs> That's a weird choice. I <laughs> don't know where that came from. <laughs> Dateable guys know that God demands self-control. They learn ways to control their minds so they can control their bodies. Oh, I could do it like Huel Hauser. Let me tell you. You know how you control your mind so you can control your body? Jerk off before a date. Most definitely. <laughs> we got to have our own rules for next week. Oh, totally. <laughs> Number four. Don't just want to win, want an adventure. Dateable guys know life is about danger. You might not win, but that's not the point. Doing it is. That's right. Doing, <laughs> doing it, it is. is. Yeah. Dateable guys risk failure to live life, to, to live the adventure of life. <laughs> I can't do it. Face hold, your hold on, fears. Hold there you go. Is that better? You want to know a little bit bigger there, old man? Yep. <laughs> I need a new prescription in my glasses. Face your fears. No, oh, come please, on. Oh, please, come on. Uh, please. Uh, if we get complaints, it's all you. Face your fears. Dateable guys will not be controlled by fear. 
Whatever controls you <coughs> owns you. Fear is from the enemy, so the dateable guy stands in the face of fears and says, Ha! <laughs> oh, I'm doing that for the rest of them. Number six, men of God are wild, not domesticated. Dateable guys aren't tamed. They don't live by the rules of the opposite sex. They fight battles, conquer lands, and stand up for the oppressed. They forgot rape the women (laughs) in there. Dateable guys will fuck your eyes out. (laughs) Dateable guys are feral and don't wash. They have ticks and fleas and smell like dick cheese. (laughs) Seals in the flavor. Bring, I, I gotta turn our mics down a little bit. We're peeking all over the place. Bring God into it. <laughs> Dateable guys, bring God into it. What would he say if it was if he was taking if he was talking to me through this situation? They ask. <laughs> Number eight, be honest with girls. I'm going to rape you. <laughs> <laughs> you got to it before I could. Yep. Dateable guys don't use the truth to their advantage. What? What? They know that girls read into things, so they don't use that for their good. They are honest and not manipulative. So what I got out of this... That doesn't make sense. No, no. What this means is you are a naive, innocent, trusting fucking dumbass that doesn't lie. Which Which means... manipulative uh, assholes that like to take advantage of the situation to further my own station in life is going to take advantage of these fucking people and move my career up through them. Right? That's how that works. Something like that. Be a gentleman. Chivalry is not dead with the dateable guy. Even if society thinks this is old-fashioned, he knows that it is God fashioned. He keeps his gentleman's side strong and considers all women important enough to care for. Well, well, while he keeps his gentleman's side strong, does he keep his pimp hand strong? Is that still a a funny thing? Probably not. Number 10, keep it covered up for Christ's sake. Dateable guys know that porn is bad for the spirit and the mind. They keep women covered up. I don't get that. I, I don't know. What does that mean at the end there? They keep women covered up. I don't know. Maybe it's There's about, no nudity for the dateable not, guy? Right. What is the um, point of dating? Let's do the girl ones, and I'm going to do it. I have I a real problem with that, with, with number 10 and uh, number 3. Oh, uh, wait. 10, 3, 5, 7, 8, 1 through 4. Nine and ten. <laughs> yeah. Basically says don't jerk and, off. And one. <laughs> don't fuck your dateable girl. All right. Dateable girl rule. I left these. I, I thought we should do these second because these are even worse. Accept your girliness. You're a girl. Be proud of all that means. You are. Th- oh, wait. I have to do that. I got to <laughs> back up and do this in my other voice. I have to do this in my other voice. What, the Marcus Bachman voice? Yes. Accept your girliness. You're a girl. Be proud of all that means. You are soft. You are gentle. You are a woman. Don't try to be a guy. Guys like you because you're different from them. So let your girliness soar. Huh. 
What if you don't like wearing pink dresses, though? I love pink dresses. What if, what if you like... Oh, fuck it. Number two, tell it like it is. Dateable girls don't lie to themselves. They don't say stuff like, his girlfriend just isn't good to him. That's why he's seeing me on the side. Or, she started it, so I'm going to get even. The dateable girl lets God run the world. What? And tells herself the, the truth, that all she can control is herself. She doesn't imagine things to be more than they are. Let me. I think we should translate these as we go along. Number two says, learn your fucking place. Bitch. The sexiest thing on a girl is happiness. And her tits. Girls try to add beauty and sexuality to themselves with clothes and makeup. But the truth is your spirit is what makes you hot. Your outlook on life, your happiness factor. Dateable girls aren't downers. They love life. Translated, take all your emotions and ball them up into a tiny little sphere of hate and fucking smile for once. Don't be a pain in my ass. Number four, girls don't fight. Girls don't fight girls ever. Revenge belongs to God. Yeah, no, sorry. (laughs) Happy God. Revenge. God doesn't. Revenge is a petty, wow, petty way to get back I guess at this people. Is dating the, the dateable Old Testament girl rules exactly. And when you're menstruating, get the fuck out of the town. Yeah, what? <laughs> girls don't fight girls ever. Revenge belongs to God. Dateable girls know that when they fight other girls, they look stupid and catty, and guys don't like it any more than God does. Well, I can tell you this: God loves a good mud fight, exactly, or oil fight. Or whip cream fight, or Jello fight, or or whip Jello, or naked wrestling. It doesn't matter. Naked Jello. What this what this means is, uh, don't fucking stand up for yourself. Believe in your beauty. Dateable girls learn how to overcome the sins of the past that have been perpetrated on them. Don't let the enemy steal their beauty. God made them so they know. They are beautiful, even if they don't feel like it sometimes. You know what that means? Fat chicks need cock, too. <laughs> That's awful. Number six. That's awful. Be mysterious. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ready? Okay. Ready? Uh, this is all serious. I'm going to read this just straight up. Be mysterious. Dateable girls know how to shut up. That's not a fucking joke. That is That's what it exactly says. what it says. Right here. Dateable girls know how to shut up. They don't monopolize the conversation. They don't tell everyone everything about themselves. They save some for later. They listen more than they gab. What this means is this fucking asshole that came up with this list needs to have his dick cut off with a rusty saw and shoved in his mouth. You're speaking of God. Number seven. No, it's some fucking dickbag that's like, I think it's the guy from the, uh, the douchebag roommate meme. No. Act confident. But shut the fuck up. Right. Dateable girls know that confidence is hot. As long as you shut the fuck up. Right. And the cool part is that no one knows if you're confident but you. What? Confidence isn't how you feel. It's how you act. Act confident and people will think you are, but they won't know you're being confident because you're too busy shutting the fuck up from the rule number three. Second sentence, the cool part is no one will know if you are confident but you. Last sentence is act confident and people will think you are. 
What, what the, the fuck? fuck? Number eight, look them in the eye, but keep your fucking mouth shut. Part of being a dateable girl, that, was, that part was a joke. Part of being a dateable girl means you really see people. They matter, and if you don't look them in the eye, then you will never see them, and they will never know they matter to you. Look them in the eye. They are valuable. Nah, not so much. You don't know. You don't really have to do that. Uh, number nine, let him lead. Oh, God. I'm gonna, this makes me sick. God made guys as leaders. Dateable girls, get that. And let him do guy things. Get a door. Open a ketchup bottle. Finger you at the mall. Anyway, they relax and let guys be guys, which means they don't ask him out, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Don't be a whore, you whore. They relax and let guys be guys. Open a What does that mean? Because the other thing that parents tell their little girls is boys only want one thing. That's right. They want the pussy, yo. And you to shut the fuck up. Open a ketchup bottle? Does that mean fuck her when she's having a period? Is that what that's some sort of metaphor or Holy something shit. like that? It's probably know. an urban dictionary. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if it's not in there now, it will it be. It will be by tomorrow. <laughs> Number 10. Dude, how was your date with uh, Marini at a night? Oh, oh she was a total <laughs> ketchup bottle. I opened that ketchup bottle, but hey, you know what you got to do? Sometimes you got to open a door. You know what I'm saying? Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to be just absolutely disgusting and misogynistic now. A ketchup bottle is a girl that needs a pat on the ass to get going while she has her period. <laughs> exactly. You got to smack her around a little bit to yeah. get it going. That was that metaphor in that scene with Cousin Oliver. On Sometimes the you got to tap her on the neck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, relax the throat a little bit. <laughs> so... Um, that was the and metaphor. if that doesn't work, stick a fucking knife down her throat. Hey! But anyway, yeah, that was a scene with Cousin Oliver and the Brady Bunch. You know, just hitting it back on the back and they're hitting the bottle and, and bam, all over Peter. That was a metaphor for Jan. <laughs> Number 10, I'm moving on. Need him. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. It's all over me. Dateable girls know that guys need to be needed. A dateable girl isn't Miss Independent. She knows we are made for community. She's a whore. Wait. Wait, Needing... I thought that if she isn't in a, isn't misindependent, how can she be confident and look him in the eye? Yeah. But there's a mystery there. And she keeps her mouth shut. Yeah. Uh, needing each other is part of faith. No. no. That's part what of her. What the fuck is faith? <laughs> it's a lowercase f, so I'm sure it's not a person. Uh. She allows him to be needed at times, knowing she was called to serve just as much as he was. All right, here's the thing. Fuck this. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Period. I, End of story. I got, I, I, it's, um, let's see. Let's go to the, the oh, there's dateable quizzes. Ooh. <gasps> Let's take the quiz. Let's find the boys one. All righty. We'll probably have the same answer. Let's see if we're dateable. Okay, plan a date. You've never, you never plan a date. You're the king of playing it by ear. True True. or false? True. Okay. The best date is in a public place. False. It's in a pubic place. Exactly. The movie is out at 1030. Her curfew is 1130. You go to find a quiet place to talk until curfew. 
Uh, does talk mean finger bang? I think we should depends imply on that Urban it does. Dictionary. We so say true, yes, because you know that's the wrong answer, right? right? Your parents aren't home, fucker. So this is the perfect time to bring her over to watch a movie. True, yes, absolutely. In fact, there should be an option for that one that says true that. <laughs> You both agreed where you draw the line for physical stuff. No oh, false. Fuck that. <laughs> the only real date is one on one. True. You push the physical as far as she will let you. She'll make sure you don't go too far. False. I've been a teenager. She'll, That's false. She'll do what I tell her to do. <laughs> We're all fucking awful. If she loved you, she would. True. It's because because this is Revenge of the Nerds. Find out. Now. Are you dateable? Danger zone. <laughs> You're close to really losing it. Don't yes, let your hormones are. take over. To be a man, you have to control how far you go. Danger zone. Right. The date. This was so fucking Archer. That's cool. Let's let's, let's do the girl one. All now. right. Honesty means telling him everything about yourself. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's answer it like not like a hormonal teenage boy, but let's answer it like a real life situation. Okay. How about that? Like yeah. you're trying to be a normal like, teenage girl. Yes. Uh, well, no, not a teenage girl, but just like a, a regular human being. Oh, okay. I've never okay. been a teenage girl except on the internet. Well, yeah, you caught a bunch of people too. Good for you. You think yeah, the faster that's what it was? You think the faster he knows about you, the quicker he will like you, which means fuck. So yes. Okay. Uh, you like to ask him lots of questions. Man, True. so far. Well. That's how uh, you so get far, to know as girls, we cannot shut the fuck up. Well, that's why We're rule number four, in. right? It's Thursday, and he's asking you out for Friday. You're free, so you say yes. Yes. True. True. I got nothing else Otherwise, to do. you're lying. Right. You it's had not a, ketchup bottle time, so had, why not? <laughs> you had a great first date last night, so you call him the next day. Sure, why not? Sure. Your crush is totally shy, so you make the first move and ask him out. Yes, because yes. somebody's got to get the shit going. Exactly. He asks you what you are doing this weekend. You say nothing. Yeah. False, because we've already decided we're chatty bitches. Well, no, that's Friday. Oh, but, yeah, that's right. Right? It's not, not the weekend. Friday, you know, last day of school, whatever. You are served something you are allergic to, so you talk about your health for the next 10 minutes. Most definitely. True, because it would be 45, because if you're going to die, then he needs to know everything that you're right. going to fucking die from eating. Uh, at the end of the date, there are still so many things you want him to know. Like you have crap. That's, that's <laughs> what it is. Dating somebody is you want to share everything. You don't respond every time he IMs you. Well, that's a trick question. That's false. Okay. You are every guy's best friend. Mm, that must mean we're fat. <laughs> no. I can't There's nothing wrong with being friendly. I'm going to go with All true. Right. Danger zone. You are dateless. We're dateless? The mystery is gone. You've probably told him everything about you, so why would he want to see you again? For Boobs. the sex. Boobs, that's why. Right. But it's not too late. We're going to blow him. Ready? I just gave It's not too late. Start talking less and listening more. Let him bring up things to talk about. Ask him questions about him. Stop talking about yourself so much. There is plenty of time for him to get to know you. Practice thinking about him and take your eyes off yourself so much. Now, in comparison... Put, your, put his dick in your mouth and you won't be able to talk so much. In, That's great in, advice. In comparison, the boys once said, stop trying to fuck her. Yeah. Not... 
talk about yourself or whatever. Let's see what Chat It Up says. Uh, whoops, the page could not be found. <laughs> I, I thought, I swear to God, for a minute it says, you're not taking this shit seriously. So See this, see this fucking fuck? Pluto Nash reject? John, Justin. Justin Lookadoo, which uh, the teenagers of the schools he goes to have taken to calling him a Lookadoosh. Yeah. Um, the name says it all. He's a freak. Let's be frank. Uh, no, he just has guy. he just has I'm stupid sorry. hair. Yeah, no, he's the guy who check like, out more cool stuff at myspace.com at slash look at MySpace? Yes. No, just MySpace yes. must be paying him because otherwise no one's going to MySpace. I'm going there right now. Really? Yeah. It's Fuck a blank. It, it's a look at it. it's about blank. Yeah, it says okay. connecting. Even connecting. look, it's a MySpace page that says Seriously, you're on MySpace? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's in Texas. That's why. Has Facebook There's not nothing made here. It? Has Facebook not made it west of <laughs> Mississippi yet? There's nothing. There's some birds. It says there are no posts. Yeah. He's got nothing. He linked us to a page with nothing on it. Let's look at his actual website. Oh, he's skydiving. Yay. Maybe Professional someone... speaker and best-selling author. Let's see where he's going to be. You know what kind of gets me? Watch back that up, though. Uh, yeah. He's he's a professional speaker and best-selling, which means that he's the best at selling things. And he's an author. It doesn't mean he's a best-selling author because <laughs> that phrase should be hyphenated, you stupid fucking asshole mm. look at your hair's receding stop trying to be you look like a goddamn chia pet he looks like some kind of weird porcupine. he looks like someone i would not want talking to my kids yeah yeah he's uh, fuck this guy are you, are you dateable press kitchen it's events he's got no events find out where he's at okay let's find out where he is wouldn't it be awesome if he was in Peabody tomorrow? Holy shit. I would go. I'd call out of work. Me too. <laughs> Alabama, oh, my God. Ohio. I would go, and I would ask so many questions from the audience. Yeah. So does that mean... How many times a day do you have to tell your wife to shut the fuck she up? She can't say anything if I'm going for the butt. <laughs> is that... Oh, is, her, is her telling me she doesn't do butt stuff, does that count as like... <laughs> telling me too much about herself <laughs> because i don't want to hear that where's okay. he gonna be where's the closest he's gonna be uh dallas pennsylvania that's dumb they don't even have a dallas <laughs> they've never even seen the show <laughs> uh we could book him that'd be hilarious i wonder how much he costs Hey, can you come and talk to this group of people? <laughs> if we can, it's a just bunch of, us. We get a bunch of. Are you serious? Let's With a fucking camera. Up. It's like, all right, sell me on this shit. <laughs> Let's go. What do you got? Hold on. Let me bring my daughters in because they're going to tell you they you're full of gonna, shit, too. Yeah, they're going to rip you a new one. By the way, today uh, we watched Teen Titans Go um, and Robin had to bet at the uh, bets at the Batcave, right? So you're just teasing me by turning your phone on now. <laughs> just. Kind of works out that way. And um, after that, I'm like, okay, well, I don't have enough time to watch anything. We'll watch Big Bang because she likes that. And the girls laughed at a few of the jokes. Yeah? Yeah. Good. And and Nova turned to me and she said, Dad, I didn't used to like this show. I thought it was dumb because it wasn't funny. But it's funny now. I taught them rock, scissors, paper, lizard, Spock. Spock? Nice. Except we have rock, scissors, 
paper lizard smock. <laughs> and that's that's perfectly fine with me. So yeah, there's that terrible, terrible oh, religious dating advice hilarious. bullshit. Um, oh, so thank you, James, for pointing that out. He sent it to me on Twitter, and I think his thing was, holy shit, look what I found. That's awesome. <sighs> so uh, are we into feedback? And we'll just uh, we'll yeah, call it? Yeah, let's see if we got a bunch of feedback All stuff. Right. I'm going to read this thing here. Okay, I'm just going to check my It's really like more. the same... Um, oh, did they ship that thing? Okay, I well, I should shipped. read the one that came in first, first. Okay. Uh, okay, this is uh, from Ian. Oh, yeah, because I, I, I wrote back to Bechtel him to get test. more information. Yeah. Oh, come on, guys. The Bechtel test is not a rigorous tool. It's not even supposed to be a catch-all for whether the film is sexist or reinforces patriarchal concepts. In fact, it's a joke, a joke from a comic strip. Alison Bechtel is a comic author. The point of the joke is that film is so heavily male-dominated. This was in the 80s. A lot has changed since then. But to this day, women are underrepresented in Hollywood in many ways, even if on the acting side a lot of progress has been made. Mm. That the character hasn't seen a new movie in years because films featured so few female characters that served a purpose other than as an accessory to a male character. Female characters are... Uh, Often weren't, still aren't in many cases, fleshed out human beings. They got plot there were plot devices who revolved around the male lead. Right. The quote talking about something other than man part isn't regularly defined, again because it's a joke. Oh, sorry, I opened up my work email. Uh, okay, but the fact that uh, so many films, excluding edge cases where setting or context, for example, Mulan, don't allow for two female characters to meet in dialogue. Right. Let's face it, most films aren't hampered by this. Uh, fails to just an indication of the fact that males still heavily dominate film, mostly due to the fact that the people writing, directing, and financing films have biases both in their perspective and in their expectation of what audiences want to see. The Bechdel test is a litmus test, as you said. In other words, a test that uh, tells you one specific thing about a film. You just can't, uh, you can't tell what's in a solution just by knowing its pH, and you can't know a film by, uh, you can't know if a film is sexist just by looking at whether it passed Bechdel. Just a useful metric for showing the industry's biases. I've attached the comic below. I know you guys mean well, but kind of missed the point on this one. I knew well, it was funny. Let me let me point out that we took it from I took. I mean, I thought. I mean, I know I, that it's a joke, but if you kind of take it to be serious and but the play thing with is, it a little bit, it can be just kind of a okay. Fun so I wrote back and I said that's a that, that's a fair point. The whole thing the, was that's when a did fair you, point. Was this before or after? No, I I I responded to that one. Oh, that one's a whole separate one. That's from a whole different person. Um, is so it? I yeah, oh, I yeah. wrote back to you and I said that's a fair point. But another question: Why do people take it seriously? That's what I was going off of. Was right. the dude in the TED talk who like presented it as. This is an actual yeah, thing an actual that fucking matters. Academic, and then I've seen it in two other places, seriously presented as it's a problem, and this is why. It's like, but that just means that like fucking Rosemary's Baby is a good movie for girls, you know? Yeah. So, so I said that's what I was going off of recent posts quoting it as almost ammunition for feminists. I can see how it was originally a joke, but it seems to have taken on a life of its own recently. Uh, I did I not print? Oh, down here. I'll read this one too. Then um, he wrote back because uh, I, I I didn't want to 
present the questions that I had and then right. wait another week for us to, to get a response. He wrote up, well, the reason it's used is that its core criticism of the film industry is still valid. The people making decisions in Hollywood are white men, and as a result, they tend to make movies about men focused on things men care about and underrepresented of poorly uh, or poorly represent females. This criticism, criticism extends to racial, ethnic, and religious issues, too. Talking about the Bechdel test is a way to acknowledge that people pay attention to the way women are treated as characters and let that influence film viewing. Uh, let's see. I'm not aware of anyone who thinks it serves as a sole arbiter of a film's status, uh, like, like uh, for sexism. That and Sweden just added a Bechdel rating system to its theaters. Lol. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think that it's, you know, it should be the sole arbiter, uh, you know, uh, of, of anything. But the way some people are talking about it, it's not like, oh, look at this, you know, funny anecdotal right. observance that I made that shows that uh, there aren't movies made for women that aren't uh, fairy princess movies, for instance. So that's kind of what I was going with is how stupid... It is right. for the people to use it because then Silent Hill is an empowering movie for women where people get burned at the fucking stake. Uh, we had another one about the Bechdel test yes. from Derek. Hi, guys. Just wanted to offer a correction about the Bechdel test. As it sounds like you've fallen into a common misunderstanding, even within feminist circles, what the test is actually for. It's not an iron criteria which, if were met all in all forms of entertainment everywhere, would result in an equalist utopia. Quality films and films with strong feminist characters slash themes fail. Shit like Showgirls and Twilight Passes. Yeah. A single film does not have to conform to the Bechdel test to have feminist qualities or even be a good film. Rather, the point of the test is to look at cinema as a whole. It points to how unusual it is for a film to have one, two female characters, two, who talk to each other, three, about something other than a dude because this is the default when the sexes are reversed. Right. Most films can very roughly can be very roughly described as men doing stuff to or for or with other men. Scott, you're welcome. Uh, men are the overwhelming majority of the population of cinema. The times you get to see women is when men are interacting with them. Very, very rarely does cinema ever touch on female interpersonal relationships. And when it does, it's almost universally passed off as a woman only entertainment. Sex in the city, sister hair to the traveling pants, etc. Films like Brave and Bridesmaids, despite whatever faults people have with them as films, break ground by being main, being big mainstream films that lots of people saw, where a large part of the plot was about female characters' relationships to another female character. Yeah, yeah. The different ways men can be and how they can interact with the world is showcased in cinema. It is not so with women who, as the test highlights, are typically only shown a male-dominated environment doing something that somehow affects someone with a penis. The Bechdel test isn't about saying that Ellen Ripley is a better female role model than Mulan because she got to have a conversation at a flamethrower point with the alien queen while Mulan had to play manly uh, dress-up to be taken seriously, or that James Cameron is a better director than Kurosawa because his films crushed the test and Kurosawa stink at it. It's for pointing out how underrepresented women and the way they relate to other women are in cinema. The test is kind of a feminist in-joke, or at least was until the terminology leaked to the public lexicon. And it's very right. easy to get right. caught up in the particulars of the three criteria and how well they do or don't work. 
and miss what's uh, miss that is pointing out most of the female population of films are token female characters. Hmm. Thanks for taking the time to read this. I don't normally have a lot to add to what you guys talk about, but when I do, dot, 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 well, this happens. <laughs> Keep on keeping on. Derek. No, I appreciate that. And I don't, I don't, I mean, we complained about how stupid it is to actually try to apply that in a way that is informative to people, but I don't think we, we didn't take it far enough to say, we you get know, it. Yeah, because it wasn't presented in its original right. meaning. Because I I would say that there are female characters in male-dominated movies that are commendable, that are you know upright and strong and all that stuff. Like I I remember walking out of Pacific Rim after I watched it with Ellen, and I said, you know, the one thing that's not giant robot related that I liked about this movie was that the two of them didn't kiss at the end. They didn't, Raleigh and, and Mako didn't fall in love, or at least they didn't show it. There right. wasn't, there was a hug because he was alive. They put their heads together because they survived unsurvivable odds, um, but they didn't kiss. There was no, yeah, it did you know, not result in a ending love story. kind of thing. And I really hope they keep it that way that they're just. I think it's you enough. Know, I think it's, it's enough the way it was, and it just leaves us to, yeah. you know, imagine them fucking. Well, you can. That's 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 fine. I did. But <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, she was very selfish. Um, what well, we were watching? What the fuck were we were watching something today? And and I really love when, um, when my girls are taken by surprise by stuff. Like honestly, like <gasps> like you get that. Like because that doesn't happen to me at all. Like I'll see something and be like, oh yeah, that's clever, but. For them to, I forget what we were watching. We were going through a few things. Inglorious Bastards? Because when that chick got shot, I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Oh, no, I know what it was. It was it was during the Teen Titans episode. Uh, Robin goes to the Batcave, and the rest of the Teen Titans sneak in. Now, this version of Teen Titans is is strictly comedy-based, yeah. which, is, which is why it works so well for the young kids. And... Um, Robin is has he's like this 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 unspoken or at least ignored uh, attraction towards Starfire, and Beast Boy comes and starts playing with batarangs, and Cyborg puts on the utility belt and throws stuff around, and um, Raven has a giant bazooka with a bat on the, the bat symbol on the end, but Starfire shows up in Batgirl's outfit, uh-huh. and when. Because, you know, Batgirl has red hair, you know, yeah. and, and, and all that. She, and, and blue eyes, I think. So she shows up green eyes, pink flowing hair. And Nova sat there and she just went, <gasps> like, like she would have choked <laughs> if there was a fly in front yeah. of her face. Or so, because it was, like, it was like two of her favorite female superheroes yeah. combined into one. And then, of course, um, Robin had every... Um, Every every nerd's reaction to a girl in a Batgirl suit, but and she said, "This is too tight for me to take off." I did. Like, ah. He got so a boner. Wow, that's weird. No, no. Um, but yeah, so I understand where the test is coming from. I just, I think there are people out there that understand it uh, not at all. Right. That are gonna try and use it as a thing. Um, I saw it for. The ridiculousness that it was, and then I was, 
unsuccessfully, we were trying to comment on people using it seriously, and apparently we came off as one of them. So I apologize for that. But thank you, everybody, for writing in. I appreciate that. And, I'm um, um, looking on our Facebook page, and there's that <coughs> that thing that um, that Angie's got up there about um, the the restaurant patron who yeah. didn't give their server a tip because the server was gay. Yeah, well, and appeared, wrote a note right? on the fucking thing. Let's uh, let's read this. Uh, New Jersey, of course. Server says a customer denied her a tip on a nearly hundred dollar bill. Because she is gay. It hits home for a lot of Oops. people who have Let's either struggled with anything in their life and just been put down. It wasn't the lack of a tip. It was the lack of respect that prompted Dana Morales to post the picture of the bill and the message scrawled on it to Facebook. I posted just clearly the event, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing more than just to my friends and family. Just, hey, like, having a bad day, here's what happened. Right off the bat, I introduced myself as Dana. And they were like, oh, you know, I thought you were going to be Dan. I brushed it off. Well, it's been two days now since that family left the note and no tip because they didn't agree with Dana's lifestyle. And oh, how the tables have turned here at Gallup Asian Bistro in Bridgewater. So we've had lots of supporters calling, wishing mm. to speak with her, to sit down at her table. People from the UK have came in, donated money, called. People from Arizona, Oklahoma. So hopefully they can take this negative thing and turn it into a positive. Which is what brought first-time customers Ivy and Quinn in for lunch. You can't judge somebody. I'm Ivy look, and I'm Quinn. Color their skin. You just can't. Who judge wrote this? Bob Kane. Seriously. Dana has been so busy fielding all the phone calls and emails of support that she's been getting that she's hardly had time to wait a single table today. Even the folks that are coming here <laughs> she's just to see her. But that her doesn't job. mean the tips aren't rolling in. They are by the hundreds of dollars. I figured, let me stop down and. Uh... Do something nice for her. Jason Papavero plunked down a $50 cash tip for Dana. He never even sat down. Didn't need a thing. People are very ignorant. They should be ashamed of themselves for watching. Dana is a Marine Corps veteran who is clearly not ashamed of her lifestyle and proud to pay some of that tip money forward. I plan, being a veteran, to send a portion of it to the Wounded Warriors Fund. It's great to see everybody's support, and I really do appreciate it, but it doesn't excuse the fact or change the fact that it actually did happen. In Bridgewater, Pat Battle News 4, New York. Okay, that's better than me reading it. You know, fucking people, man. I got, like, I got to tell you, you know, some Christians are probably the fucking least Christian I've ever come across. It's disgusting. Yeah. You know... We've seen something like that recently, and it's just bullshit. Fucking religious people. Go fuck yourselves. I, I don't know. I, You know that confession bear meme where like people anonymously can write down the stuff that they confess over the bear? You know? Oh, really? Yeah. No, You've never seen confession bear? No. Let me let me show you what confession bear Has looks like. Has anybody confessed to murdering anybody? That no, it's awesome. like it's like inner thoughts kind of thing. Ugh. No, hold on. Uh this is this is this is confession bear. Um let me find something that are always uh Oh, well, here's one that confessed, right? My sister had an abusive meth addict boyfriend. I killed him with his own drugs while he was unconscious, and they ruled it as an overdose. Nice. 
I, I, you know, don't know if they're all true, but there's some um, that reminded me, like what reminded me of, of the bear was uh, something that I said uh, earlier in the show, where it's like, uh, when I see fat kids, I instantly blame the parents. <laughs> that kind of thing, and like I'm thinking, I see when when I see like, <laughs> like. I'm sorry, I'm looking at that bear. I fucking love cocaine. <laughs> Where? Oh, that one. The grizzly bear covered in snow? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I can't stop looking at it. So when we went to see Thor... Yeah. Right, what kind of shitty trailers did you have on yours? You had Captain America, right? What? On Thor, you had Captain America? You know what, I actually dozed off a little in the middle of Thor, so I didn't see the whole Loki is Captain America thing. Did you Did you see the trailers, which is what I was talking about? Oh. Did you just doze off right now? <laughs> I didn't hear the first part. So I said, what kind of trailers did you oh, have? Oh, sorry. Uh, we had... There was... Hobbit, there was um, Captain America. Did you have some really shitty comedies on there? Like what? Well, we went to see we went to see it in Revere, and um, there was I guess you would call it urban trailer programming, and it was just some of the dumbest shit, like stupid comedies, like dumb, dumb fucking things. Do you ever sit in a theater and when people laugh at really insipid fucking jokes, like, do you, like, instantly think bad of the, the intelligence level of the rest of the room? No. I do. Because there'll be times that I'll be the only one who laughs at something. Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. Sometimes I'll do that when we're just sitting at Denny's. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, see, I'll see a group of people that are, like, <laughs> all... I gotta, <laughs> see that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's awesome. Get rid of that. But like, I'll see people that are like all dressed in there. In there, all I do is the bear. I just, I just picture them looking up from a pile of like fucking Scarface cocaine. On, I fucking love cocaine. All right. Well, we're just gonna we're just gonna. <laughs> Hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott. And as you can probably tell already, this isn't a normal segment this week. Well, due to your short show last week and the lack of you guys talking about news stories involving nude men or sex toys, I didn't really have a lot of clips to use for my segment. So I won't really have a new one this week. You're an asshole. Yeah, that's You are a complete and total fucking asshole. Uh, hold on now. I, instead, I'm going to do something kind of cool. I'm going to play a segment from a year ago, almost exactly, that talks about my birthday being a short while ago, which it was, and Chris's wedding anniversary being a day after. Oh, yeah. So since we're so close in time to that, I think this will be really cool to listen to. Plus, you get some education about Juggalos. Really? Doesn't that sound fun? Yeah, whatever. Fuck yeah. you. Fine, fuckers. Here it is. You know what juggalos are, right? Um, I've heard the the thing. You mean this thing? What is a juggalo? He ain't a bitch boy. He walks through the hills and beats out a rich boy. Walks right in the house where you have a supper. And dip the 
Most crimes committed by juggalos are sporadic, disorganized, individualistic, and often involve simple assault, personal drug use and possession, petty theft, and vandalism. What is a juggalo? Well, he ain't a phony. He'll walk up and bust a nut in your macaroni. And watch you sit there and finish up the last bit. Cause you're a stupid ass dumb fucking idiot. Many are college students, college graduates, and some with very high degrees in many different fields. What is a juggalo? He's a graduate. He graduated from... Well, at least he got a job. He's not a dumb punch. He works for himself scratching his nuts. <laughs> Juggalos, quote, are rapidly expanding into many U.S. communities and... Engaging criminal activity and violence. What is a juggalo? A hulkamaniac. He power bombs motherfuckers in the thumbtacks. People like him till they find out he's unstable. He said, boo, your mama through a coffee table. It wasn't a college student, graduate, or anyone with a high degree that wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bunch of fucking retards running around being assholes. That's what it is. If you have a problem with juggalos, you can stay home sitting on your dumb bitch ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> Hey there, Chris and Frank. It's Reverend Scott. And first things first, last Monday, November 7th, was my birthday. I'm really only mentioning this for any listeners that don't already know, because for one, I know Chris already heard on Outside the Cinema on Monday. Also, I know Frank already heard because I got two birthday gifts from him in the mail. If Frank sounds confused, it's probably because he was expecting the gifts to show up much later in the week, but I got them already. First, I'd like to thank you for the one-year subscription to Brand Muffin Quarterly Magazine, Frank. <laughs> I like to read it on the toilet. Makes sense to me. Second, I'd like to thank you for the industrial-sized can of soup, but I'm not exactly sure what I'm supposed to be doing with it. Is it part of a bit you guys want me to do for the show or something? <laughs> I don't know. Wasn't, didn't, wasn't, it, wasn't it, didn't we do some bit about jacking off into soup? I don't really want to jack off in the soup, Frank. Jack off in your soup. I don't care. Obviously, you don't care, Frank, but I care. And I'm sure the Are You Serious listeners care, too. If what they need, okay, mm. is like jerking off over a can of soup in the morning. They need to do that to get through the day. Mm. All right? You know what? Rock the fuck on. Sure. Okay? Frank, you're the only one that thinks people need that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for the gifts, Frank. Uh, yeah, you're they, welcome, Scott. You know, as cool as they were, they don't even compare to what you got Chris for his last birthday. This big dildo. I mean, it's like you can read Chris's mind, getting him the exact dildo he always wanted. Well, that thing, the one we have, it's so long. There's no way to, to describe the size of the dildo. Chris, it's so nice that you want Frank to share that dildo with you and enjoy it together. Oh, shit. We better get on up. top of that I shit. I really do have to get on top of that shit. 
Huh. You know, from the sound of it, a dildo that long seemed like it would be uncomfortable to get on top of. It's the motherfucker dance. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's kind of sweet you guys named it Mullet. It's all business in front. <laughs> Party down the back. You better not be talking about soup this time. I was referring to anal sex. Yeah, I know. You know, you can do whatever you want. I'd just stop putting that thing in your mouth, guys. <laughs> just for the taste of it, you know? Okay. Uh, on that note, I think we should... Guess what I just leaked to the news about you atheist douchebags? This phone conversation between Frank and a foreign campaign contributor. You get my millions of dollars of dirty blood money for a campaign? Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. I can't take your money. I can't take your money. No, no. You must take dirty, filthy money. <laughs> okay, um, put the swimming pool over there. I can't, I can't take your money. I can't yeah. really tell the hookers that um, I'll be there in a minute. I have to take my Viagra that for some reason gets subsidized by my health care. <laughs> Wrap this up, guys. <laughs> I hope you have a great anniversary tomorrow, Chris. You should be fine as long as you don't let Ellen listen to this. Peace and love, guys. But uh, look at this package. Notice anything different about it? <laughs> Shave it up and your dick will look bigger. You know, I should have thought of that years ago. <laughs> Thank you, and may God bless. Boy, indeed. <laughs> I'm never really sure if it's over. No, it never is. <laughs> it's usually a little pause, and it's just like... Are you serious? Dick worms. Fuck a monkey! <laughs> oh, not again. There'll be a song about that soon I'm enough. I'm sure. Oh, right. I'm so, really, I'm really surprised episode, we we got it. To, we we had found like two fucking hours to do a show. Seriously, and um, that's a two seventy four. Yeah, two seventy five next week. That's a a number divisible by five. I yeah. guess. Wow. Another what six months and we hit three hundred. Yeah, sometime in May. That'll be good. It'll be the spring. It'll be nice. Finally, yeah. The sun will be shining. and My seasonal depression will be gone. Oh, yes. Finally. I can already feel it coming on. There was there was a string of days where it was just fucking sleet gray out. And I'm oh. like, fuck life. I don't want to get out of bed. Yes. And then the other day, the sun was out. And I'm like, all right, this is all right. I'm okay with this. <sighs> yeah, that sums it up. We'll just call it. We're done. Oh, yeah. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back Thanks next week. Thanks for listening. Maybe Facebook, more Gmail, energy. Twitter. You know how it works. Yeah. Have All fun calling stuff. us out on our bullshit because that's Social always Social media. It's, uh, are you Same serious? Geez. Podcast at gmail.com. That's how we end the show because I don't have the music playing or anything. Right now, so. All righty. All right. Should we just get it going and just kind of wind uh, down at the end with just. Uh, bye. Uh,
Are you still there? I know you're here. You can come out. What do you want, Clark? It's like this, Bruce. Sooner or later, somebody's going to ask me to bring you in. Someone with authority. When that happens... When that happens, Clark, be the best man win. Bruce, I think it's time we put our differences aside and work together. Why? I... What? I mean... Why? You're Batman. Yeah. And I have no special powers. I'm basically just... Rich and nuts. Rich and nuts. Bruce, your scientific mind alone is completely useless when we have a man that bullets literally bounce off of. Your fighting skills. My main nemesis is Bane. Basically just a roided out jock with a gas mask. And he straight up broke my back. You could have taken him down with one hand. And with the other hand, you could have just jerked him. Super jerk. It's just... I don't... You're cool. Oh, okay. I get it. You're having an image problem. Don't be ridiculous. I'm Superman. Yeah, exactly. You're fucking white bread. You're boring. Look at you and your stupid outfit. My father gave me this outfit. And your dad's dead. Get over your dead parents already. Didn't your parents die? Sorry. My suit is cool, because I made it myself. Daddy's boy. You got a stupid S on your chest, in case we could forget who you are. It's my people's symbol for hope. Hope starts with an H, stupid. Okay, okay, stop. Face it. You're late. You're wearing eye makeup. Fuck you. I didn't just inherit my abilities from a different fucking atmosphere. This air makes me strong, you fucking nerd. With your nerd hair. Batman, Superman, I saw the bat signal. What's going on? Commissioner Gordon, Batman and I were discussing a partnership. Wait, but why? That's what I said. Yeah, that seems completely unnecessary. Right? I've been dealing with you lunatics for about a decade, and this is, I can't believe it, I'm going to say this, I'm in total agreement with Batman. Feels good. Why are you guys being this way? Somebody's got to tell you, man. You're boring. Pretty lame. Even your alter ego, I mean, I picked like... 1970s Hugh Hefner. You picked, like, a one of the Newsies. Yeah, what is it? Uh, I didn't base my alter ego off of the musical Newsies. Which Newsie did you base Clark Kent off of? Was it crutchy? I'm not crutchy. Getting a strong feeling that it was crutchy. I'm not crutchy. And I'd prefer if we didn't discuss my alter ego around the commissioner. Take it easy, crutchy. I know that you're Clark Kent. What? Um, newsflash. It takes a little more than wearing a hat and or glasses to fool people. Really? Check this out. Watch. Uh-oh. I'm someone else. Are you fooled? I'm not Commissioner Gordon. He's gone. Who are you? Where's Commissioner Gordon? Oh, you're back. Commissioner, there was someone else. Superman, you saw him. There was another man. Okay, okay, okay. He's hiding in the shadows. The man's gone. You know what? Screw you guys. Just, just forget it. You know, all this lameness might be one of the reasons why you've never been able to 
Seal the deal with Lois Lane. Oof. Leave her out of this. She's always just throwing that brassy, sassy news reporter poon in your face. Like, hey, this just in. Put this just in me. Stop. What's the point of being the man of steel if you don't know how to use all that metal? Hit it. Enough! You're adorable. What are you gonna do, sweetie? Burnish with your magic eyes? That'd be a first. You always use it for something lame, like cutting through an iceberg or heating up an old woman's porridge. Is that soup too cold, madam? I'd use that stuff to take off Bane's arm. Stop it! I came here to team up, not to be berated. Hey, Clark, guess what I'm doing under the cape? Use your x-ray vision. I'll save you the trouble. I'm giving you the bird. What's this mean on Krypton? Gratitude? Ouch! Goodbye! What a dick. Yeah. The letter S is also the symbol for hope on my planet. I'm glad they're dead. Wow. Where is the commissioner? Oh, you're back. And I hate you again. Yeah. I'm confused easily. Okay, like- that's enough. No more talking.